Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. making a statement against the Mississippi State Bulldogs 41 to 14 was the final in this football game and guys a football game that I thought honestly was going to be close I had Mississippi State plus 10 in this game what is going on with Mississippi State's offense right and like we're going to talk about this a lot more in depth of course because the Gamecocks host MSU this weekend but I mean Will Rogers is a shell of what he was under Mike Leach. And, you know, we knew there was going to be a transition period with this Kevin Barbe offense and, you know, going from the air raid to more balance. But 11 of 28, 103 yards passing for Will Rogers, right? Woody Marks, eight carries, 75 yards, 9.4 yards per carry. But, guys, like, at one point, they had seven yards of offense just before halftime. Like, Mississippi State has got to get this thing figured out. They, they, they've got to get the offensive side figured out and give credit to who they were playing. By the way, LSU is a stout opponent. They had Mason Smith back on the defensive front. I think Harold Perkins balling out in this game as well. Like, LSU was on point defensively. But we knew there was going to be some growing pains for the Bulldogs. I'm not sure we saw it being this difficult and this bad because Will Rogers effectively has gone from one of the best quarterbacks in the SEC to a forgotten guy because of this transition to the offense. I, I don't know if they don't trust Will Rogers. I don't know if Will Rogers is having trouble grasping the offense. Are you going to see more Mike Wright at quarterback? I, I, where do the answers come from, right? Because there are some weapons on that offense, but you know the offensive line, they're transitioning from blocking for an air raid scheme to more of a balance attack under Barbe. And there's just there's just no answers there, and it's really ugly. Also, give credit, though, to LSU, man. LSU showed, I think they got the wake-up call in the second half of that Florida State game, and they looked apart. And dare I say, guys, they looked like, you could argue, the best team in the SEC on Saturday. And it all started with Jaden Daniels. 30-34, 3-61, two touchdowns. He was absolutely incredible in this football game. Malik Neighbors making his case why he's the best wide receiver in the SEC. 13 catches. 13 catches for this guy. 239 yards and two touchdowns as well. Uh, they got to get the running game, I think, saw a little bit more. I mean, Jaden Daniels leading the way. Toting the rock, 15 carries, 64 yards, two touchdowns. You'd probably prefer to not see Jaden Daniels be your leading ball carrier. But in this LSU offense, right, we know Daniels, his legs, what he did last year, rushing the football, what he's capable of. That's not really something you want to take away. Logan Diggs, nine for 41, 4.6. If they can get him going, I mean, that looked like to me 
the LSU team that we thought we were going to see in the preseason, just a complete football team where there really are, you know, not many, if any, deficiencies or weaknesses. Like, I think they're still going to be working on the secondary, obviously, because you saw that in week one. But that was a statement type of performance from LSU. Like, especially on a weekend where Alabama struggled. We'll get to that more in a second. LSU coming out dominating. There's no such thing as a bad road win in the SEC. I don't care if State's going through transition or what have you, but LSU went out there and dominated. They imposed their will. They dominated in the trenches. And it's all good signs for the Bayou Bengals coming out of that one, man. I, I think that, you know, you, you tip the cap to Florida State, what they did to, in, do, did to them in week one, especially in that second half. But LSU looked the part, and that was a big-time statement, I thought, guys, in Starkville on the road against a Mississippi State team that, you know, I thought was good enough to, to cover the number, to cover 10, and, and was no match for the Bayou Bengals. Guys, we moved to Como. How about Missouri, man? This was a rough week, by the way, for yours truly, for the picks, for the game picks, because I went all favorites. I went all chalk. I should have known in that moment that that was a silly thing to do because the SEC this year is completely unpredictable, right? There's really no one, there's really no one elite team. You know, it's, it's, we see Georgia and LSU at the top, and then it's a bunch of teams kind of fighting for, you know, climbing their way up the SEC ladder, if you will. Uh, But Missouri with, I think arguably the best win the SEC has at this point Taken down, 15th-ranked Kansas State, final score of 32-27. Brady Cook looked really good. Both quarterbacks, by the way, were really good in this game. But Brady Cook, how about him? 23 of 35, 356 through the air, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Guys, we talked about that if Mizzou got it going offensively, they've got the defense to compete with anybody in the SEC. I think Mizzou has a real case right now to make that they're the second-best team in the SEC East. Like, I I know Gamecock fans don't want to hear that. No other SEC East fan bases want to hear that. But you look at Missouri's body of work. I know they struggled against Middle Tennessee State, but this was a statement type of game. This really was. This was a big win for Mizzou, guys. I talked about, you know, the reason I picked against Mizzou in this game is I didn't trust Eli Drinkwitz. I didn't trust Missouri football to be anything other than what they've been, which is 6-6 and or 7-5 and or or be painfully average and go 500 and – I mean, they proved me wrong flat out. This is a fantastic ball game, by the way. Back and forth, Missouri was extremely efficient on first down. I think at one point they had like 260 of their 320 yards had come on first down. They were really, really good on first down. Uh, Luther Burden III establishing himself as one of the top playmakers in the SEC. Seven catches, 114 uh, yardage-wise, and two touchdowns. On the day, you also saw Cooper for them break out. Weiss Jr., the Oklahoma transfer, was really good. Um, you know, they've got weapons offensively. Cody Schrader at running back, I thought, was solid. Nathaniel Pete, solid as well. So, this is a dangerous Mizzou team, man, because if they get it rolling offensively, if they get this thing rolling offensively, guys, they've got the defense. I know it didn't necessarily show on Saturday. Howard for Kansas State, 25 of 39, 270 through the air, three touchdowns, one pick, but... Kansas State runs a really difficult offense to stop. And then how about the thicker kicker hitting a game winner? A 61-yard field goal, the longest field goal in SEC history. That is a huge win. 
for the Missouri Tigers. That's a huge win for Eli Drinkwitz. That's a huge win for the Mizzou football program. And you feel like one they had to have if they're going to have a breakout season this year. And I think, guys, now you look, right, they take on Memphis this weekend in a really tricky game. We'll talk about that later in the week. But if they win that one, there's a good chance Mizzou's going to be 5-0 and when LSU comes to town to Como in just a couple of weeks. And we all know kind of the weird history between those two teams in Columbia, Missouri. Huge statement winning again, guys. I think Mizzou has a real claim to that they're the second best team in the SEC East right now. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We go to South Florida, where the Bulls hosted Alabama. And Alabama, I mean... Of course, guys, this game was happening simultaneously to South Carolina, Georgia, so I didn't see a ton of it, but we're sitting here scoreboard watching. And it was 3-3 three to three at halftime. Sa- you know, Alabama had to escape Tampa with a 17-3 win. And guys, there's a lot more wrong with the Crimson Tide than just the quarterback position. But I tell you what, Alabama may not win an SEC game if they don't go with Jalen Milrow at quarterback because you look at what Ty Simpson and Tyler Buckner did, guys. Ty Simpson, 5 for 9, 73 yards. Tyler Buckner, 5 for 14, 34 yards. The Crimson Tide had 107 passing yards in this football game. I don't know what Nick Saban was trying to accomplish, but whatever he was trying to accomplish, he did not accomplish. He did not get what he was hoping for. And 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 a, and a game in which you felt like Bama would, you know, oh, they're playing, you know, South Florida after losing to Texas. They're going to take out their frustrations on them. There's more question marks now for Alabama. You know, people that support the Crimson Tide and, and some that, uh, you know, got tired of some of the offseason chatter about a, a decaying dynasty or Bama's going nine and three. Guys, Bama looked like a seven and five. I, I don't know how many teams in the SEC Alabama would have beaten on Saturday. I really don't. 
I mean, you look at the rushing attack, Williams 17 for 129 on a touchdown. You know, they're getting bullied up front, though, giving up sacks to South Florida. No explosives in the passing game. Like, Tommy Reese has got to get this thing figured out and figured out quickly because SEC plays come and call him with Ole Miss. And if you don't have a quarterback and your offense isn't clicking and you're not getting more out of your big uglies up front, like, where is all this, this joyless murder ball chatter we heard? Where Where is all this imposing your will and making your opponent want to quit? Like, where is all of that from Alabama? Was that all lip service? Because whatever we saw Saturday, you know, our good friend Chris Marler, he joins us every Wednesday, obviously, and I'll, I'll bring this up to him, but I, I loved the meme he posted of joyless murder ball with murder scratched out. And it's just joyless ball. Because if you're an Alabama fan, I, I mean, what, what are you thinking right now? If you're a fan of the Crimson Tide, you're seeing a 17-3 score. You're seeing a slugfest, a struggle with the South Florida Bulls, who, guys, don't get it twisted. They're not a good football team. Alabama has to go back to Jalen Milrow. They have to. Because, you know what, the Texas loss was frustrating. But there's things Jalen Milrow provides that you can build off of. And, and, and him not seeing the field at all, it tells me, and maybe this is a bit of an overreaction, but it tells me that Tommy Reese and Nick Saban have no freaking clue what they're doing. No clue at all. You thought Tyler Buckner, who Notre Dame fans wanted out, was the answer. I, I just, I don't even know what, to, guys, I thought Bama, I picked Bama to go 9-3. and three. That might have been too aggressive at this point. We moved to College Station, guys. Texas A&M gets a big bounce back win over UL Monroe. Final score of 47-3. to The bounce back you wanted to see for the Aggie uh, defense. I think the offense for sure, guys. There's no problems there. Connor Wegman, 25-29, 337, a touchdown. Uh, this offense looks really, really good. The Bobby Petrino experiment is working out well, guys. The rushing attack, very balanced. A lot of guys getting involved. Uh, Anaya Smith. Walker on the outside, big-time playmakers. This offense, which it's so funny, we thought the offense was the big question mark for the Aggies coming in. It's the offense is going to give them a shot in every game. The defense is the thing that you don't know what you're going to get out of it week to week to week. Um, You know, how much can you take away from a game against UL Monroe? I don't think a ton at all, but, you know, the bounce-back performance you wanted to see, right? The Aggies get the big win. Uh, you know, you hold UL Monroe's quarterback to 6 of 15, 95 yards. Their leading ball carrier just 34 yards on the ground. Again, it's not SEC competition, and they got to make sure they get that defense shored up because things will pick up as they get into SEC play. you got Auburn and Hugh Freeze coming to town, or I think they actually have to go to Jordan-Hare this weekend. We'll talk about that later in the week. But, uh, you know, the game, the bounce back that A&M needed after a really, really tough loss to Miami just a week prior the spurs up show is brought to you by our friends over at twisted t are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience check out twisted t your go-to game day beverage for college football fans twisted t is unlike any hard beverage you've had before it's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with five percent alcohol and no carbonation delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. 
Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up Show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs Up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs Up, S P or S U P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game Time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought, whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is. Buying tickets shouldn't be stressful, and Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S-P or S-U-P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Guys, we go to Gainesville with, I think, the shocker. Of the weekend, Florida stunning, stunning the Tennessee Volunteers 29 to 16 final. Guys, Florida was up in this game 26 to 7 at the half. And before everybody goes and dances on Tennessee's grave, they're nothing, they're not good. Joe Milton's a joke, blah, blah, blah. I think we got to tip the cap to Florida, guys. I, I, you know, I said it going into the game last week, I was not bold enough or brave enough to pick Florida to win. But we really didn't know what Florida was. You know, we knew, and we know there's issues with the Florida Gators roster, right? There's a reason they're recruiting the level they are. You know, the depth is not where they want it to be. But all we knew about this Florida offense and Graham Mertz, especially, who we all ranked 14th in the SEC, is what he did at Wisconsin. And, you know, everyone said he's the the worst quarterback in the SEC, and Florida sucks, and they're no good, and, you know, you watched them against Utah, and it, and it wasn't overly impressive by all means, but I, I left that game, guys, like I told you, saying a lot of SEC teams would have lost that football game. Then there was the McNeese game. We learned nothing from it, obviously. So I was curious to see what Florida was all about. And this was a game at home, at night, in the swamp, Billy Napier had to have. And what a win. Guys, I thought Graham Mertz, you know, he, he is a game manager. Call it for what it is. But you can win as a football team, as an offense, what have you. Everybody on your football team has a role. As long as guys embrace their roles, guess what? You can win, and you can win big. And Graham Mertz, you know what? You want to call him a game manager. You want to call him whatever you want to call him. As long as he's able to fulfill that role and play within himself, they can be successful. Graham Mertz, 19 of 24, 166, a touchdown, no interceptions. It's not a flashy stat line, guys. It's not a stat line that's, 
you know, going to get anybody to say he's the best quarterback in the SEC, but Florida's going to be a football team. They are going to lean on run game, Trevor Etienne, Montrell Johnson, and Graham Mertz doing nothing to lose the football game. It's not going to win them 10 games or anything or win the SEC, but that was never the expectation for Florida. It can get them to seven wins. It can get them to eight wins. You look at what Trevor Etienne did, guys. 23 carries, 172 yards, a touchdown. He was fantastic for them. 7.5 yards per carry. And, guys, that stingy Florida defense, right? We talked about Austin Armstrong and and, and how good the defense looked coming out that Utah game. And, um, you know, that, that should be a strength for Florida this year. They made that statement on Saturday night. I mean, you look at Tennessee, man. And Joe Milton, I don't think he played horribly. He certainly wasn't perfect, 20-34, 287, two touchdowns, one pick. Guys, I think folks just realize how good Hendon Hooker was. I, I think folks just realize it's difficult to replace a guy like that. Like, he was generational. And for whatever reason, guys, Tennessee just can't win in the swamp. I mean, it's just flat out. They, that is a house of horrors for Tennessee football. They lost the battle in the trenches, right? Jalen Wright. Uh, 16 for 63, 3.9 yards per carry, small. The other running back, 7 for 35. Uh, Joe Milton, 5 for 6, right? No, you know, Brew McCoy was good on the outside, 5 for 94 and a touchdown. But, uh, you know, I, I thought Florida's offensive and defensive lines, I thought they held up much, much better than I expected. And, guys, that is a huge win for Billy Napier. We talked about it last week. If Florida was going to turn this thing around and turn the tide of their season, and, you know, we heard after week one, Billy Napier, hot seat, does he – <clears throat> excuse me, does he make it through the season? Does Florida pony up and and pay the $31 million buyout? Now, Florida has to build off of this. They got to build off this win. But this is a massive win. And for Tennessee, is there a more frustrated fan base waking up on this Monday than Tennessee? You know, all the hopes and dreams and aspirations of Tennessee football is back. Tennessee's going to win 10 games. I think this loss all but assures that Tennessee's fighting for an eight or nine win season. Now, we'll see what type of strides they can make. I, I still think Tennessee's a good football team. Don't get me wrong. But some growing pains losing Hinton Hooker. Some grow, and, and, and you wonder, too. You wonder, too. It's not fair, but you guys know as well as I do. The quarterback gets all the blame and all the credit. If struggles continue of any kind, do the orange and white fateful start calling for Nico? That's going to be really interesting to see. Guys, we move to the Plains. Auburn, a dominant 45-13 to 13 win over Sanford. I mean, again, guys, ho-hum, nothing we didn't expect. Peyton Thorne, 24-32, 282, a touchdown and two picks, though. I, I, I just, I wonder, Peyton Thorne's got to eliminate these mistakes, man. It, he's just too mistake-prone. He also led them in rushing, believe it or not. 11 for 123 and two touchdowns. It, it almost looks like a misprint, right? So I think Auburn's still working through some things offensively, but I mean, again, you got the feel-good one you needed ahead of the big one this weekend against Texas A&M. That one is going to tell us a lot. Vanderbilt, golly, I'm, I'm so disappointed, Vandy, man. Clark Lee's team losing to UNLV 40-37 to on the road, and not only that, UNLV trolling the SEC. After the win, just saying it just means more on Twitter with the score graphic. AJ Swan, 17 to 35, 335 to the year, three touchdowns and one pick. Um, their leading ball carrier, 13 carries for 43 yards. AJ Swan, their second leading ball carrier, 11 for 27. 
Um, you, you know, you look Humphreys on the outside, three for 102 and a touchdown. Will Shepard was fantastic. Again, five for 97. McGowan, five for 81. What is going on with what is going on with Vandy defensively, man? I mean, my goodness. Uh, my Ava, the quarterback for UNLV, 19 to 33, 261. This is an extremely disappointing loss for Vandy. And I think everybody that had the ticket, Vandy over three and a half wins. It's going to be tough sledding getting there, guys. It's going to be tough sledding. I, I just I think you could realistically justify that Vandy doesn't win another game this year. And, and that's a shame because Vandy built up so much momentum heading into the offseason and you know, beating Florida, beating Kentucky, and what have you. But I, I think that um, you got to be realistic about where Vanderbilt football is. And this 40 to 37 loss to UNLV, man, I, I think it's going to be tough sledding for Vandy to win another game this year. I really do. Uh, I, I just I, this this was one, like we talked about, guys. This was one they had to have. They were going to hit four wins because now without this, what you sit at two wins, <clears throat> you sit at two wins. Vandy maybe was going to win one more SEC game or win one more game, win one game of the SEC. They ain't winning two SEC games. So really disappointing for Clark Lee's squad. And it's only an uphill battle from here now that non-conference play is over for the Commodores, guys. We move to Oxford, where Ole Miss takes down Georgia Tech 48-23. to Guys, this was a much closer game than the final score indicated. Ole Miss with 24 fourth quarter points. Guys, how about this? 38 second half points. For Ole Miss, they just continue to be a second-half team. Jackson Dart with only 18 passing attempts. 10 for 18, 251, one touchdown. By the way, give credit to Georgia Tech, guys. They're much better than they were before. Haynes King is a really, really good quarterback. The Texas A&M transfer, he went 28 of 41, two touchdowns. Uh, you know, they're they're running back 19 for 72. Tech uh, Georgia Tech, excuse me. That's a team that's going to give some people some problems in the ACC this year, for sure. Uh, Jackson Dart leading the way in rushing. 14 for 136, two touchdowns. The quarterback run game working. Quinshawn Judkins, guys, just continues to be 13 for 37. One touchdown. They got to get him going, man. They got to get him going. Watkins on the outside, four for 119. Uh, I think those suffered an injury. That's going to be a big thing to watch as we move throughout this season, but a, a solid win for Ole Miss, and I think a team at Ole Miss that they are being very highly thought of in the SEC this season, as they deservedly so, deservedly should at this point, right? They've got a top 25 win. They've got a couple power five wins. We will start to learn a lot more about Ole Miss this weekend when they take on the Alabama Crimson Tide uh, on the road. Arkansas, oh my goodness. Arkansas, what in the world, man? Falling to BYU. Final score, 38-31. to 31. And, guys, I talked to some of my Arkansas folks this morning. They're, they got some fans ready to burn it down, man. Shut out in the fourth quarter. Only second – or, excuse me, seven second-half points. K.J. Jefferson, 24-35, 247, one touchdown, one pick. They can't give K.J. Jefferson any time. The offensive line's no good. They can't protect. Not very good on third down. This one's tough, man. I, I mean, year four of Sam Pittman. Year four of Sam Pittman, and you're losing a BYU at home at night? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this is, I mean, this is a tough one to get over, guys. And I, and I tell you, I, I hate to say it because Sam Pittman's such a great fit down there in Fayetteville. But if things get, start to get sideways in SEC play and things get ugly, I, I, I think you could see a coaching change here. I, I really do. I mean, losing a BYU in your home field, guys, you, you can't lose this game. You, you cannot lose this game as a favorite to tack on to. This is one you had to have. You were supposed to win. You should have won a game in which you felt like Arkansas outplayed BYU at every turn, but didn't make the big plays necessary. And and normally, guys, when that's the case, the attention goes to coaching. And there's a pair of new coordinators, both which Sam Pittman hired. I think you're going to see the heat start to turn up on Sam Pittman and Arkansas, man, because losing a BYU at home at night is just flat-out unacceptable. Finally, guys, Kentucky takes down Akron 35-3. to you know, an impressive showing, I think, for UK. Obviously, the defense was dominant. Cats, uh, very steady throughout the game. Seven points in the first, the second, and the third, and then 14 in the fourth. Devin Leary, I think he's starting to really pick up some steam, guys. 16 to 25, 315 through the air, three touchdowns, and one interception. Uh, Ray Davis was really, really good in this game, both running the football and receiving. Seven for 72 on the ground. He averaged 10 yards a carry, guys. One touchdown for him. Demi Sumo, the NC State transfer, also really good. Four for 58 and one touchdown. Also, you look receiving, like I mentioned, Ray Davis, three for 97 a touchdown. Dingle, their tight end, four for 89. Uh, Robinson on the outside. I mean, this is a game where Barry and Brown and Dane Key didn't even really have big impacts. Other guys getting it done. Robinson on the outside, five for 86 and a touchdown. So, Kentucky, it seems, and yes, guys, I know that the schedule's a joke. They now have Vandy this weekend. They should stay undefeated. But, you know, they're they're utilizing the start of their schedule. And you have a team like Akron, and you see what Kentucky's done. They've been kind of slowly but surely gearing up and getting this thing, building momentum, if you will. And, you know, it's paying off for Kentucky. You know, the big win for the Wildcats, and they stay undefeated early in this game. 